It's now time for your Election Crimes Bulletin with Greg Pallast. Welcome back, Greg Pallast. How are you? Are you... Are you... I'm okay. I mean, democracy... The democracy is getting ravaged, but um, I'm what do you mean? Just because just because there were a couple of dozen armed men in a truck outside a a voting structure in Arizona with 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 the masks and automatic weapons? What's your problem? (laughs) Well, uh, if you're a nun, you'd be in trouble because they manhandled (laughs) a nun who went out to um, actually take their license plates down. They were filming license plates of voters going in. They're masked. They're armed. Some of them clearly, according to the nun, were carrying concealed weapons, but they not too well concealed. Of course, Arizona's an open carry state. Uh, they did have the guns apparently, some, in one case, 75 feet beyond the polling station, but near the drop boxes. And they were uh, harassing, taking pictures, and, of course, standing there armed around drop boxes where they called, and remember, this is Mesa, Arizona, so, you know, most of your voters are Hispanic. They were um, uh, calling Hispanic people, telling them that they were mules. Now, where is the term mules comes from, Dennis? <laughs> this is an easy quiz 2, for you. 2,000 of them from a movie. That's right, and um, <clears throat> apparently um, mules reproduce like bunnies because um, they're finding thousands all over the country. This is what we I've been warning about, that vigilante voter strikes are not just happening in Georgia, where, we've, where of course, you know, that's where we centered our film, Vigilante, Georgia's Vote Suppression Hitman. But the vigilantes are uh, using different tricks in different states. But in, in states with open carry, they're actually showing up with guns and masks. These are people who, by the way, are always protesting masks, and here they are wearing masks. Yeah. I guess when they get to play Vigilante and Lone Ranger, they can wear masks. And it is a problem because, yes, Arizona may have an open carry law, but Arizona, last time I looked, is still part of the United States of America, which means, means that Arizona is subject to the Ku Klux Klan Act of 1871, which is specifically meant to, specifically in black letter law, says you cannot use any threat of violence to intimidate voters and you're not exempt just because they have an open carry law just like you you can have an open carry law but if you put a bullet in someone it's still murder so um they are not exempt from federal law but understand the term mules like you said it's from the film 2000 mules which was created by the group true the vote out of texas saying that black men by the thousands stuff drop boxes with votes now in arizona there's no limit on the amount of of ballots you could you know so people gather up ballots from their churches and put them in their boxes in georgia you have to it has to be a member of your family but you can put in more than one ballot into a drop box besides all the ballots have um just so you know i mean i know that i'm i am responding to nutcases in masks and guns but i feel like i have to give a technical true explanation of what's going on here they are accusing people of, of stuffing ballot boxes with ballots which aren't theirs. They got this from the film 2,000 Mules. Now, in my film, Vigilante, George's Vote Suppression Hitman, I go through 2,000 Mules and, and debunk the whole thing. It's, 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 it would be silly if it weren't leading to armed men standing around drop boxes trying to get you to 
you know, basically intimidating. Now, now Vig, just uh, I, I've got more I want to talk to you about this, but Vigilantes is showing in L.A. My brain is sizzling. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. Now, went... it, I should mention that, especially if you're listening to this in the Southland at KPFK, there are, in fact, eight tickets that are left for KPFK listeners. So go to gregpalace.com, get the info, or, or you know, uh, go to kpfk.org. But there's eight tickets left tomorrow night. There will be a special showing with a uh, gigantic movie star, so big I can't pronounce his name without the uh, microphones blowing out. So we'll have a movie star there, but even better, we'll have a real star, Major Gamaliel Turner, who is the career military officer who was challenged by the GOP in Georgia by a guy wearing guns. Also, he walks around with guns. And as the major points out to me, African-American soldier, of course, who was challenged, they don't, they don't challenge a lot of white people. And by the way, no Democrat has raised a challenge. Not one. It's all Republicans. And that's not being partisan, Dennis. That's just the facts, ma'am. And Turner has pointed out, Major Turner has pointed out, that this is the new kind of Klan uniform, which is that they know they can't wear white sheets anymore, that that's considered quite déclassé and frowned upon. So instead they dress up like the guy who challenged him as Doc Holliday, the vigilante, you know, who... Gun down guys at Wide Earp. There's also, uh, they, they dress as Civil War reenactors, carrying guns that way, cowboys of various types, but it's the same kind of intimidation uniform. And, you know, God forbid an African American starts walking around with guns around a polling station. That won't work well. I mean, let's put it this way they grabbed a nun. She was <laughs> pretty identifiable, you know, the whole kind of black thing. Yeah you know, black and white outfit. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty hard to miss. Yeah, they, um, and uh, so if they're, if they're man, it's called a bad habit when you, when you're trying to vote. <laughs> yeah. Listen, okay. Greg, I gotta, I gotta jump in here because you, as sure. you know, the Clarence and Ginny show continued yes. today with granting Mr. Lindsay, Senator man, that he don't have to show up in Atlanta. Your thoughts on that? Are we surprised? Okay, let me just give the quick breakdown. Uh, Justice Clarence Thomas, if you can put those three words together, Justice Clarence Thomas issued a temporary stay on Lindsey Graham having to testify before the grand jury in Atlanta. Uh, The district attorney there, Fannie Willis, as you should know, has impaneled a grand jury. This thing is dragging out, trying to find out if Donald Trump and or associates, including Lindsey Graham, uh, were involved in illegal intimidation of state officials or making uh, improper suggestions to state officials to overturn the election of 2020. Now, uh, Lindsey Graham had made calls to Secretary of State and uh, I believe to the governor, but at least to the Secretary of State, and they want him to explain what he said and what was said to him under oath. Now, Graham is, is claiming that he was acting, he was doing an investigation as a senator. Now, understand, the answer is, so what? I mean, and, and by the way, Justice Thomas did ask for a reply to his restraining order, his temporary restraining order, simply because, and when you ask for a reply, and understand the way the Supreme Court runs, each of the nine justices is also each one is in charge of a separate uh, one of each of the nine districts in the U.S. So 
His district is the South. He's from Georgia. In fact, he's a Gullah from Georgia. From he's from dirt poor um, Georgia. Uh, in fact, you, in my film Vigilante, you meet the Geechee Gullah ring shouters who maintain the old language of enslaved people. He actually speaks Gullah, but he's long forgotten his roots, uh, Mr. Thomas. And he has said that in Georgia, you don't Lindsey Graham's off the hook for testifying, but he knows because he asked for a response that the whole court is going to take it up. And it's going to be, I, you know, it's very, it would be very odd for the court to say a senator, even if he's doing some type of fact-finding, is somehow exempt from testifying about a felony crime. If he's a witness or participant in a felony crime, you, don't, you can't say, U.S. Senator, I'm off the hook. Oh, I'm breaking into a bank or I'm witnessing a bank robbery, but hey, man, I'm a senator. That, that doesn't wash with the U.S. Constitution where no man is his own judge. What you can't do, and the reason why uh, Justice Thomas said that Senator Graham is off the hook, at least from his view, is that there is a safe speech clause in the U.S. Constitution which says that no member of Congress or Senate can be hauled before a court or legislature to be questioned about a speech they have given. In other words, because what you don't want is someone to give, a senator to give a speech, and then in some other state they have him arrested because he gave this speech. Or he gets questioned, why did you say that on the floor of the Senate? The answer is because I'm an elected official. But if you're not saying something on the floor of the Senate, if you're, have, if you're calling up the Secretary of State and said, hey, find us 11,000 votes, can't you disqualify another 12,000? You've already disqualified thousands. What's a few thousand more? If he said that, that the yeah. Constitution frowns yeah. upon that kind of thing, and it does. It could mean breaking rocks on a chain gang for uh, Mr. Graham or Senator Graham. He won't be senator then. So that's the issue, whether he in fact is being hauled before this committee based on speeches or positions he's taken. You can't question a senator on their political positions, but you can question them about the facts. And so uh, judges, by the way, tr two Trump-appointed judges, Trump-appointed judges told Senator Graham, Jack, you're going to have to testify. You're not off the hook. But, you know, Clarence Thomas is um, a law to himself. But he knows even this Supreme Court was likely to overturn that. So all Lindsey Graham gets is a critical vacation from testifying. And understand I mean, not that I'm accusing Justice Thomas of having political considerations, but what nah. he's successfully done mm. is moved is moved Lindsey Graham's testimony till after the midterms. Think about that, Dennis. Yeah. He yeah. could have if if Graham is under oath. Remember, Brian Kemp is running against Stacey Abrams. If he says that right. he and Kemp discussed overturning the election. Before this midterm election, I think that Brian Kemp is going to be in serious trouble. So, look, Justice Thomas understands that this delay, which undoubtedly the rest of the court's going to overturn, has the, the value of preserving Brian Kemp in this election. Amazing. Listen, we're, we're running out. So people in uh, Los Angeles, in the Southern California, can come and see the film? There's eight ticket less for KPFK people, but go to gregpalace.com. There might be a couple more. Just sign up. We'll try to get you in. Uh, I'll be there. ACLU, Black Voters Matter Fund, voter activists, and I'd love to see you there at 
tomorrow night at uh, 7 p.m. at the uh, Lamley uh, Royal Theater, West L.A. But you got to go to gregpalace.com or kpfk.org, kpfk.org. And I should also, I'm going to make a quick mention, by the way, November 2nd, we are going to have a national virtual launch of the film Vigilante, Georgia's uh, Vote Suppression Hitman, and it'll be hosted by a guy named Jamie Foxx. Oh, well, November 2, I'll see you. Uh, be safe. Uh, Greg Palace, you're listening to Flashpoints on Pacifica Radio. My name is Dennis Bernstein. We'll see you tomorrow.